Stampede. Garner isn't 198, recorded 9 10 2023. won't forgive what has been done to this country in the name of consumerism. We've endangered the very thing that has sustained us, what all living things are a part of, and we did it for profits. America the beautiful became America the corrupter. Contentment wasn't our need. No, we demanded more. You thought what was important was to win the lottery ticket or betting on the internet for the score of a sporting event. You can't imagine the addictions that are in store for you. And you want to know why? Because you have to be manipulated, deceived into understanding what is happening. You can't be permitted to see what's coming 
You have to be corrupted, distorted, used like a tool to keep the prophets coming. But that lie may not last forever. And the true pain is what's coming. And you thought there wasn't going to be a cost for what's been done. We not only destroyed who we were, we destroyed the very thing that kept the balance in nature. No sin could have been greater. Today, gambling has been agreed to on the internet for sporting events, and the reason is clear. It will bring needed revenue to a bankrupt federal government. Every individual who wins a bet will be taxed at 24%, but the companies that provide the gambling will rake in enormous profits, and those profits will be taxed as well, providing needed revenue for our government. The politicians don't care. They've created an addiction for the youth of this country. The corruption is all pervasive, but somewhere and somehow it will come to an end. And it won't be like some fairy tale where everything will be all right. No, our reality isn't going to be that for us. You thought you'd escape what's coming but you won't. You thought we lived in the greatest country on earth, and there would never be a cost for what we've done. You thought the more you could take from the natural world, the better you'd be. But it's not going to work out that way.
Who's responsible for polluting the water we drink or the air we breathe? Well, the destroying of our youth in this country with addictions of every kind won't go unnoticed. Someone or something is responsible for poisoning the future of this country, and I, for one, won't forgive what has been done. There are people, powerful people, who committed those crimes, crimes against the American people and crimes against the natural world, and no judicial system will punish who committed those crimes. No, the pain is coming, the chaos, the reordering to replace our failed systems, the deceptions, the lies to keep the illusions that everything was all right will be replaced with something far more forceful. The correction is coming and those who were responsible for endangering the well-being of the American people and the protection of the natural world won't be allowed to escape. The ones at the top will face the pain of the coming chaos, the uncontrollable inflation, the military brought back from around the world to restore order. But nothing can stop what can only be described as a revolution, a reordering of priorities to put an end to the excesses of wanting more. The new reality is coming, and those who cause the corruption of values in the name of prophets will be removed, excised as cancers for the well-being of all of us and all other living things. You thought there wasn't going to be a cost for what has been done for profits, that the politicians and their propagandists won't have to be held accountable. Well, if history is any judge, if in the course of human events there will be a very heavy cost, we destroyed polluted in the name of the consumerist economy. The war is coming, and it'll be fought inside America.
If history is any judge in the workings of a revolution, it's safe to say political, social, and economic reforms can be violent. Usually, a civil war is the precursor to a revolution. In the case of the French Revolution, historians estimated it lasted for 14 years. With the Russian Revolution, it's difficult to determine exactly how long the revolution lasted, but many have suggested not until the collapse of the Soviet Union in 1991 did the Russian Revolution finally come to an end. Now, in the case of America experiencing a full-fledged revolution, well, that can only occur after the financial collapse of the economic system, and a resulting civil war, and finally, a reordering of priorities. Any number of things can trigger the onset of a revolution. Most are initiated with foreign governments and or foreign companies, taking the resources of a host country. Today, that's described as a form of colonialism, and results in a country's population rising up and putting an end to what is described as a parasitic relationship. This has been happening often on the African continent for the last 78 years since the end of the Second World War. Many poor African countries have attempted to purge foreign influence only to exchange one foreign power with another to keep needed revenue flowing in poverty-stricken countries. Of course, a revolution can result from direct military intervention. A country having a prolonged military conflict with another country, both from outside its boundaries or within, which demands a reorganization. The recent invasion of Ukraine can be an example of a country that could collapse financially, attempting to defeat the Russian invasion. Of course, the other could be true as well. If the Russian Federation collapses because of a prolonged war in Ukraine, then again, considering the 20-year war in Afghanistan with an American defeat, the cost has not yet been finally realized. Oh, <laughs> 
When speaking of a revolution taking place in America, it's not beyond the realm of possibilities. The ingredients for a future revolution must have distrust of the government, which leads to open hostility toward the people who are in power. Our politicians like to say they hold their positions of authority because they've been duly elected by democratic processes. But it's become increasingly obvious the people don't elect our representatives and senators in the federal government, but that corporations and their big money do, and that the people who report the news are propagandists in the pockets of the politicians and the corporations that support them. But no revolution can succeed without purging people who have perpetuated the system of corruption and caused the demand for change. There's always the possibility of a counter-revolution, an attempt to retain the old standards and that's when a protracted civil war begins. America is already armed to the teeth. It's said there are enough guns to supply every man, woman, and child in this country. And if revolutionary practices are called for, things could become messy. But then again, if we've seriously damaged the natural world, an overhauling of the systems might be called for, and that would create chaos and destruction that supersedes a conventional revolution. A human revolution can't possibly compare to a revolution in the balance of nature. There won't be an escape. If you think the delicate balance of the natural world has been destroyed and that it's existed for 10,000 years after the end of the last ice age, well, if that's true, then there isn't going to be an escaping. But even the question of life in the natural world can be overwhelmed. The unforeseen the unexpected with random events came by something outside of our living world put an end to it all. Now, then a political, social, or economic revolution won't matter. The means of production, our gross domestic production won't mean thing. And what we thought was important will disappear in the blinking of an eye. Oh, <laughs> 
doesn't look bright for our future. We may have a revolution caused by a consumerist economy that produced destructive human behavior. It created a system of greed and corruption, which can eventually lead to a revolution. That's something everybody in this country could experience. And what would be a second civil war? But more importantly, If the balance in the natural world has been damaged, then the chaos and destruction that will ensue from our having affected the one thing that has sustained life will face something that is far more dangerous than eliminating by a revolution, a bankrupt government. No, It won't matter about companies on Wall Street reporting earnings or the Federal Reserve attempting to put an end to runaway inflation or that of our government's historic debt or that the weapons we built to make us feel secure won't be needed. No, if we damaged the balance of nature by polluting the water we drink and the air we breathe, Well, that's something beyond what we could ever have imagined. We turned our backs on what we were a part of. That place where we came from. What was our heritage? The one thing that sustained life. Not just for us, but all other living things. We couldn't stop in the name of making a profit, and we thought we could take whatever we wanted from the natural world. No, we were greedy, and we thought all we ever needed was to want more, and we could take from the one thing that didn't know what profits were, or could defend itself from being destroyed by what we demanded. No, 
we could kill and plunder at will, thinking we deserved to do whatever we wanted. But what we should have been doing was demanding less and been protecting more. We lost the meaning of respect, thinking we were in control. But we never were in control. We only deceived ourselves. So no revolution we undertake to correct our corrupted government that could compare to the chaos and destruction that could come from a damaged balance in nature. This week on Garner Isn't You first heard Luciano Pavarotti singing a 1911 Neapolitan composition by Salvador Cardillo, Cor Negrato, a 1989 release. Then from Puccini's opera Turando, Pavarotti singing the aria Nessun Dorma. Followed by a shortcut from Marco Beltrani's composition theme from the movie I Robot, a 2004 release. Next was a cut from Enrico Caruso's 1913 recording of a Neapolitan song, Finesta Che Lucive, Lighted Window. Then more of Caruso from Mascani's 1890 opera, Cavaria Rusticana a 1905 release to close a repeat cut from Pavarotti singing Corna Grato. Stampede, written and performed by Edward Garner in Morro Bay and Paso Robles, California.